everyone and welcome back to the Postcards Podcast. Welcome back everyone. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. I guess this will be going out Tuesday, so it will be after the May long weekend for all the Canadians that are listening. So I hope you guys had a great long weekend. Um, We're recording this actually the day before, so we already had our weekend. How was yours? Mine was good. Yeah, I um, am still in Portugal. So over the weekend, Mm -hmm. we went to Porto, which was super fun. It's about three hours by train from Lisbon, which is where we're staying. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was super nice. We went around the city, um, checked some things out, the waterfront, um, which was really nice. And then so Cam's brother, actually, him and his girlfriend were also visiting Porto at the time so we kind of oh, went cool. there to meet up with them yeah we like planned it that way that's why we went this past weekend so that was really fun we yeah we went out at night and stuff we did like a little bit of like a bar crawl type of thing so that was like pretty fun and then yeah we just saw the city during the daytime it was really nice weather a really cute city mm-hmm. so it's very different than Lisbon like there's a lot less hills and it's more like quiet and more like mm-hmm. I would say the people overall in Porto are nicer than in Lisbon because it's more of a smaller city. Yeah. Lisbon, obviously, is like super busy and like, you know, which I personally yeah. love like big cities and all that. Me so, too. But I did really love going to Porto for the weekend and like checking it out. So definitely if you're if you're in Lisbon ever, um, you should go see it because it is beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, what about How- you? What did you do? I am back home. So I guess from the last episode, I was talking about how I was going to be in Barcelona, which then I yep. realized it literally came out after I got home. Oh my gosh. True. Like I was like, I was fully lying because I was like, oh, my mom's going to hear this. But then I realized it literally came out Tuesday. And <laughs> did you, I got home did you listen Sunday. to it with her? You should have listened to it with her. I should have made her listen to it because I literally, I fully, like I was selling it. Like I was like, oh, we're doing this. We're doing this. Like so excited. But anyway, so I flew home to surprise my mom for Mother's Day. And then her birthday also was on Wednesday. So it was kind of like a package deal. Um, but my dad told her before. What? I, yeah. He, he told the surprise. So I didn't even. So she like acted surprised when I came around the corner. But she already knew. Because my dad Why did your me. dad tell her? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. I know. It's so sad. It was so sad. I was like, I were... flew all the way from Dubai. Yeah, that's like you were dedicated to this. I know. So it was a bit sad. But I mean, it's a thought. I'm sure she was still really, it's still a surprise. So at least I was there like with her for Mother's Day and her birthday. And then I'm still here for like two more weeks, I think. Um, Nice. How's it been being home? It's been relaxing. Honestly, I almost feel like I have a little bit of like reverse culture shock. Like not too bad, but just like when I got here, I was like, it's so quiet. Like, why is it so? Because I think I was used to being in Southeast Asia where it's pretty like loud and busy all the time, especially like bigger yeah. cities. So then I came to my small town that's in the middle of nowhere and I literally was like, why is it so quiet? Like, we went to like the grocery store and like that kind of thing. I just was like, it's literally like ghost town in here. Like, what the heck? And it just is so like flat as well. <laughs> so it just felt like I was like, I had a little bit of like, whoa, it feels a little bit strange to be back here. Honestly, I feel like reverse culture shock is a big thing too. Like, but it's like you don't really realize it until you're actually fully in it. Like, right? I remember making jokes from my exchange, being like, "Oh, I'm gonna have so much like reverse culture shock when I go home," and that was a different situation because it was like I was thrown into just being in quarantine in my like yeah. family home, 
in like yeah. southern Ontario. So it was very different than like what it would have been. You couldn't go outside. You couldn't literally go yeah. anywhere because it was COVID. So I don't know that I experienced it like, you know, as much yeah. as maybe I would have. But I can imagine like that's just coming from Europe. Yeah, I feel like last year when I came home, I didn't feel like that culture shocking not that I felt extreme culture shock now like it just was a little bit like oh well it's so quiet um but on the way back from here I feel like I didn't really feel it but did it feel like you like never left type of thing kind of whenever you got back yeah yeah it was like whoa I was gone for five months like that was went by like so fast that was weird yeah um but then I think like I also stopped in Toronto on my way home which I feel like is like a mid-step between going from like Europe to like literally a small town in the middle of nowhere so then I feel like when I came from Asia and I just went straight to my hometown, I feel like that's what threw me off. Because I was like, whoa, the last time I was out and about, I was in Dubai. And now I'm like randomly in this small town in Canada. Like travel is just so weird. Like I'm like in 24 hours, I'm magically transported from here to there. Literally. It, it is pretty crazy, actually. And like, yeah, the fact that like it's so far away and it only takes 24 hours, like obviously that's like a long travel day. But like literally like one day and then you're right right it's so so weird but anyways this weekend it was may long so we went up to like our cabin and had like a little cabin weekend i also on friday went and like hung out had a sleepover with my friend which i haven't had like a sleepover in so long Um, and we made like moscow mules and had like buffalo chicken dip and she just got a puppy so i got to hang out with like her puppy the whole time so it was fun to like just socialize and then go to the cabin have a good time there um so it was a good weekend that sounds super fun are you going back up there this weekend um yeah we'll probably go to the usually we go to the cabin like every weekend um yeah just because it's only like a half an hour drive so it's not far yeah i'm really excited for summer and you're gonna have like a european summer like that's just gonna be so fun yeah honestly it's been like we've been here for two weeks already and it's been like flying by so Mm -hmm. did you have like visitors like your first week yeah we did have visitors actually so not this past weekend but the weekend before we had a couple of our friends come up um and they were they're doing like a tour of like you know portugal well they did lisbon and then they're doing like south of Spain and then they're kind of going to Palma Mallorca, like the island, and then they're making their way up to Barcelona cool. and they're flying home. So they're doing like a two, two and a half week, I think, like total trip, mm-hmm. but they started here. Um, so we got to spend like five days with them, which was super fun. Um, yeah. So then that we had them and then, you know, Cam's brother and his girlfriend as well. Yeah. You've seen so many so people. Been, like, And then literally tomorrow, Cam's mom is coming. So yeah it's like super busy and then after we're going so we're going to morocco and then after that my parents are coming oh yeah yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty packed with a lot of visitors which Mm -hmm. which has been super fun yeah i feel like that was like some of my favorite memories is like when we are in portugal too actually that's when like my mom and dad came to visit for like almost a week and a half and then also like we had a couple that was like that we were good friends with and they came to visit for a week it's like all in one I came to we Portugal had... as well. Yeah, we went to like nice. so we trained to like Lisbon and saw them, and then we trained back to Lagos and had them like at our Airbnb. It was really fun. So I feel like visiting. That's I don't. Know, I love when people come to visit, and then you like go do a bunch of stuff because I feel like sometimes when you're at a place for a long time, you kind of get like used to it. So I don't know it's always fun to have visitors. Yeah, no, it was. It's been a lot of fun. Well, should we get into the main part of the podcast? 
Let's do it. So today we're talking about breakups. So we did an episode on friendship breakups. And honestly, it ended up being like one of my favorite episodes. I thought it was really fun. So we decided this time around we could talk about relationship breakups, which is kind of a whole different situation and I don't know we both are in long-term relationships right now so it's not like we're talking from a current point of view honestly yeah imagine like I feel like people will see the title of this and be like oh like, <gasps> right also I don't like post Matt that much on my Instagram because he's always the one taking pictures so I'm like it could look like we aren't together if you ever look at my Instagram but it's because he's always he's the Instagram boyfriend um but basically we'll be sharing our points of view and our like advice from our previous experience we're still very much taking girlies but I know personally I've been through like all different types of breakups I was obviously younger when it all happened but you know I've been through the getting dumped I've been through like a mutual I've been through like I broke up with them so you know we'll share experiences yeah I feel like the topic in general is obviously like different to every single person too mm-hmm. like there's no like one thing or yeah. like one size fits all type of thing in any situation like I feel like yeah. it's all very much based on your experience I think for someone like me I don't know if you can relate to that but it's like situations like this it's like super hard because it's kind of like friendships in the sense where like yeah I just feel bad and I'm like you know so like you really have to get yourself to a point where you're like okay like this is not the fit this is not Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. for me which is really tough I feel like and I don't know if it's more tough for friendships or not I don't know what you think about that but yeah I wouldn't say that I have like maybe as much experience as you going through them yeah Um, but I think yeah it's definitely something something interesting to talk (laughs) I don't even know what to say (laughs) (laughs) I know it's kind of like uncomfortable to talk about but yeah I mean I would say like obviously people always handle it differently I've even heard a thing like a saying almost or like even Matt told me this that apparently a lot of girls or like women will like go through the emotions of a breakup before they actually break up with someone it's like we're more likely to like really feel like all the feelings of a breakup before we even like tell the other person <laughs> that we're breaking up with them so then when we do cut it off also like we feel like way lighter but then I've also heard that one thing where it's like in the short term guys always feel happy and then a the long term they're sad and in the short term the girl feels unhappy but then in the long term she feels better about it I've heard that as well and I don't think that's true for all cases obviously like yeah depends on the person but I've heard that too and like for me, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's, like, really processing those emotions until you get to the point where you are actually, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I don't think that I can resolve this. I don't think that this is, you know, going to be resolved. And so you yeah. kind of, like, mentally check out before you actually check out. And especially, like, as someone like me where it's, like, I don't want to hurt someone else. It would be so hard for me to make like the decision of like okay Mm -hmm. yeah this is actually not the best fit even if you kind of know and you've already like mentally Mm -hmm. checked out in a way like it goes hand in hand with like friendships as well I would say like yeah it's kind of similar but I have also heard that where you know in the short term like let's say the girl takes it really hard when it happens and the guy thinks Mm -hmm. they're okay and then kind of 
as they process it like down the line like what's the what's the thing people always say like oh they always come like crawling back or something they do yeah it's like you know as like maybe it's being processed or like oh this actually happened and Mm -hmm. obviously I don't have any type of credibility to like talk on that on like a you know like a factual basis this is just like what I've heard as well and just kind of like different experiences I've like witnessed but I don't know do you think that that's true for like your experiences I think so yeah like I would say it's hard to tell because like I feel like a lot of times when you go through a breakup with someone same with friendship breakups we talked about this it always looks like they're dealing with it dealing with it so well and you're like oh cool they literally aren't even reacting to this or they don't even care meanwhile I'm like so sad um but then I don't know maybe the guys actually were really sad but they just don't show it in the same way that girls do or obviously you just don't see it because you're not speaking to them so it's hard to say if the guys reacted that way but I would say in my cases it was either yeah I was like sad right after then like would slowly get over it and then be fine and then I never really want to go back like I'm never like Ooh, what if we go back together after I get over it I'm like no it's done but then I've also had a couple relationships where I've mourned the relationship while I'm in it and then by the time we cut it off I'm like okay see ya yeah no 100% I feel that too I feel like I totally understand you know everyone obviously has different situations so like some people mm-hmm. they can work it out and they can get back together and all that and you know whatnot but I think for me it's like very much like if I'm at the point where like this is not gonna work and like Mm -hmm. I like it's just like forward right like the only direction is to go forward now like we have to like keep going like we move on we move in different directions etc versus like kind of going backwards and I'm not saying that you're like reverting backwards like if you do that like obviously like everybody's situation is different but I think that's just like the way that like I would go about it but it's hard to say that too because you don't know until you're in the situation right like there's like so much that goes into it but I think that one really big thing when it comes to that is just like a clear like no contact and that's like super hard because obviously there's a lot of feelings and emotions and everything that goes with it and like Mm -hmm. it's very normal to feel like oh I want to talk to this person because this was the person that you talked to for the last however long you were together every single day like you you know you relied on this person and Mm -hmm. so it's really difficult to clear cut like be like okay I need a break but it's like one of those things where it's like it's not I think that that was tough for me to realize too it's like it's not like because you're cutting someone off for a certain period of time that you like completely like don't care about them or like don't wish them well or whatever it's more just like a protection thing like okay yeah looking out for yourself now yeah and the only way for you to only go forward is to like have the ability and the time to like heal and to process Mm -hmm. and to you know and then you know that doesn't mean that like you never can talk to this person again like if you run into them or if you know your paths cross or whatnot like at that point you'll be over it and it won't really you know yeah it, it won't affect be like you as much exactly whereas if you never cut it off and like you're just always talking to this person it, you're never really gonna feel like mm-hmm. it's done right it's like this kind yeah. of like I think it's like a kind of a little bit of a toxic cycle because it's like 
you know you feel good when you talk to them and then afterwards you realize you're still not together and then it's like but then you want to talk yeah. to them and then you know where it's like mm-hmm. it, it'll probably be really tough to just clean cut it out for a bit but exactly I think in the long run you're setting yourself up to heal faster yeah I 100% agree like you have to put yourself first and maybe you'll feel bad or you'll be like oh but I don't want to stop talking to them because it will like hurt more but in the long run it will be way better if you just you might even have to block them and maybe that will cause drama you could mute them delete their number do everything you can you can even let them know before be like by the way I'm doing this just so we can both heal I don't hate you or anything but this just has to happen because I think I've seen people and I've tried it too where you try to be friends with them after and it just ends up to you like hanging on to something that isn't there anymore and then when something happens for example one of you start talking to someone else then you're going to feel way more hurt than if you you know just had a clean slate and you didn't talk to them because you're not obligated to be you know like you're not obligated to be single anymore so you might go hang out with another guy he finds out and you guys were talking as friends he might have taken that as way more or even the opposite way he might have you might have felt like there's something still there and then you find out he's you know talking to a girl you know and it will hurt way more than if you just like clean slated it yeah and I think the whole like being friends afterwards I think that if that were to like if that's gonna be the route they're gonna take like if that that's gonna happen there needs to be like a substantial amount of time for both of you to heal in between that like it can't be like oh right away yesterday we broke up now today we're we're besties like you know what I mean like I think you need a good amount of time to process to go through to heal to figure out what you want this and that and you know and and figure out kind of process it figure it out see where you stand because otherwise I think if you jump into like having a friendship Mm -hmm. um there always will be one person that gets who is kind of yeah still holding on to feelings gets hurt in some instance or whatever and even if it was let's say a mutual break I don't know that that really changes like the fact that there's probably always still going to be one person that is like holding on to something do you think that exes can be friends that's a good question I've heard before that you should wait like six months like you should take like a six month block break period and then if you really still want to be friends with that person then like six months is the time but I'm almost like why do you need them in your life like what value do they bring that you're like trying to fill and like why are you doing that and also like in the future when you start dating someone else they I have a feeling that they would probably be uncomfortable with the fact that you feel the need to keep your ex in your life like I personally I would hate that I was literally gonna say the exact same thing I was gonna say it more as like a you know when you date someone after that person or you know just out of respect like it Mm -hmm. it would just become I feel like an uncomfortable situation because either your ex will be like upset that you're dating someone new Mm -hmm. right or your current partner will be upset that you're best friends with your ex like you know it's just gonna be drama I think it's just always gonna be kind of a weird situation I think that you can totally be like friendly you can be like you know nice you can you know you can be like acquainted but I don't know that you can be like best friends because I think that it's like that is always just gonna lead to some sort of issue down the line I feel like in in a in one way because it's like I think it would just make someone uncomfortable or someone was gonna get hurt whether it's your next partner their next partner them you whatever like I feel like it's just kind of a 
a messy situation and I mean it's one of those things too like it depends on the depth of like what your relationship was like beforehand like I feel like if you meet someone and then like just randomly and start dating them and you didn't have a previous friendship relationship with them prior then I I would question like what the real need is to keep them in your life as like a friend Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because it would be kind of like this is just going to cause weird issues down the line whereas like I feel like it changes a little bit like that's true obviously depending on the situation but what your relationship was like with this person prior like were you great friends were you you know I don't know what it was obviously but like that might change it a little bit but I still don't know that you could that you're not gonna bring it back you're not gonna bring back your your best friendship from before it's like one of those things that I think you as much as it's tough but you kind of take that risk when you get into a relationship because like if you did have a big friendship beforehand because it's like you know what if this doesn't work out it is going to be a tricky situation we're not just going to be able to be besties to the same yeah besties to the same level as we were because it'd make our future partners uncomfortable or you uncomfortable or them uncomfortable or whatever right so I think it's just kind of all like a a tricky situation I think that that's where it's different than like friendship breakups because it's like you're on a much more like personal level intimate level with this person like Mm -hmm. you know them a lot better like they know pretty much everything about you like you know what I mean you've like you've shared different stories with them or whatever it is um and so I think that yeah it's like I feel like it's when it's romantic versus friendship it's different I don't know like I feel like it's harder to keep that friendship alive like after your breakup or whatever right like I don't know yeah. that that's really possible but I also don't want to like rule it out because I know that people There's have like... different experiences mm-hmm. and like I totally respect that so like I don't want to you know totally take it off the table yeah but I would just think that it would just become really complicated and like kind of a hassle for yeah. like you know I don't know if, how worth it it would be right yeah my general rule would be that it doesn't work I mean yeah there might be like the outliers where it does but I feel like even in those cases someone is pushing down their feelings of like hurt or you know love that they have for the other person and they're just being silent about it so that's what makes it seem like it works um like I I don't know I just feel like it's a tricky situation and you also have that weird connection and then if you ever brought in your your new partner like I feel like it would just be super uncomfortable so overall I would say like not a great idea what would you give like general advice to someone that is going through a hard breakup they're heartbroken like what would be like three things or one thing that you think they should do I think my first thing is just like feel comfort in the fact that like it will get better like as much Mm -hmm. as like you don't want to hear that at the time because you don't believe it and you're like Mm -hmm. crying and you're you know going through all the emotions but like it literally it will get better Mm -hmm. um that would be the one thing that like just keep telling yourself like write it in your journal every single morning if you have to say it in your head like you're gonna be okay and it will get better Mm -hmm. and I think also just like realizing that like if this why would you ever want to be with someone who didn't 100% want to be with you like for me I if if it's not the way that I kind of view relationships is if it's not a fuck yes like not just a yes like a fuck yes this is what I want no hesitation Mm -hmm. like this is like you know then it's a no because Mm -hmm. why would you want to put 
everything that you are, everything that you have into someone mm-hmm. who doesn't want you 100% of the time or like yeah. you're everything to them, right? Yeah. And so I think that that's the biggest thing that like you have, like it would be hard. It'd be, it'd be heartbreaking. It, well, it is really difficult to mm-hmm. think that way when you're going through it because then you're kind yeah. of coming to that realization that like they didn't want you as much. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's not the case, but like, you know what, whatever it is, but sometimes you have to be in that mentality. I feel like to realize that like, yep. okay, this is, you know, you have to get out of the, what's the like gambling stage of like grief where like you mm-hmm. think that you can make it work where it gets you in yeah. a position where you're like, okay, you know what, this is not working. Mm-hmm. and we move forward right so it's like yeah obviously it doesn't mean that that person doesn't care about you doesn't love you doesn't anything but like you just have to remind yourself that like if it's not necessarily that they don't want to be with you at this point now you don't want to be with them right because if you're not yeah. their first choice one million percent of the time yeah then you don't want to be you know even on the roster type of thing yeah exactly that's that's kind of like i don't know what really I sat in and I feel like also it's like it's tough to sit in that mentality too because then you feel yeah. like you know you are yeah, yeah. worthless or you're whatever and you're mm-hmm. you go through all these yeah. you don't necessarily feel the best about yourself and what could I have done what could mm-hmm. whatever blah, blah 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 but when you come off the other side you've learned how much you love yourself what you bring to the table and you mm-hmm. kind of realize that like you don't want to stand for something that is not exactly what you want yeah and I think it's another thing too and I didn't really realize this before but like the whole saying of like when you know you know as much as it's cliche or whatever but I think it's like true like it's like you your gut knows your heart knows to a certain extent like you know if how this is like when you first start dating someone kind of Mm -hmm. the tone for the relationship yeah um and so, yeah, I feel like my best advice would just be to go through it as much as yeah. that like sucks. And that sounds like super annoying, but it's like, just go through it. Let yourself go through it because you're going to come back out that much better and that much stronger. And you're going to have gained like a lot of love for yourself, a lot of respect, a lot of independence. And like, I think if you don't go through it and you try to like cover it up with different things or maybe jump into another relationship like right away or whatever Mm -hmm. you kind of miss out on that whole like learning about yourself and learning about what you actually want and realizing that like you actually do get to decide what you want who you want to be with like all of that right you get to like create the life that you want to live so Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know like I think it's just going through it is my best advice like sitting with your emotions um spending time with friends spending as much time as you can like out of the house like I think that you have to like set goals too of like okay I'm gonna give myself like a week to be like down bad yeah and then I'm still gonna be going through it after I'm not gonna be avoiding it but then you'll just kind of keep building from there yeah I definitely agree I feel like I did the same kind of role where it's like okay a week I'll let myself cry I'll let myself be sad I'll go easy on myself. And then after that week, it's like, okay, I'm going to show myself some tough love. And you're going to get up. You're going to go out with your friends. You're going to go to workout class. You're going, like, you're back on your grind with school. Like, you're done. Um, And it's really hard because, like, obviously it doesn't just, like, click going away. But then at least you're distracted sometimes and you're moving on. And I feel like when I was single, 
And after, you know, you get over all that hurt, that's like when I saw the most like growth within myself is when I just had all that time to only focus on myself. I only did things I I wanted and you just really get to discover like who you are. And I feel like that's like, it's one of the most exciting parts of your life. So don't feel bad about being single because it's so fun and exciting, honestly, if you really work on yourself and learn that you don't need someone else to like complete you. A hundred percent. And I feel like you got to, at least for me, like I had to get to the point where I was like, I would, I remember being like sitting at this self with my, at this point with myself, but I was like, I would rather be alone, like single for my entire life. Like the rest of my life, I would be perfectly content being single, being by myself, just having my friends, whatever, than being with someone that I didn't 1000% want to be with. Yeah. Because I like I just didn't want to let myself do that. It was like, you know mm-hmm. what, if if I don't if this person doesn't check all of my boxes, then I am totally I happy being yeah. myself. Yeah, I don't want to be putting all my time and energy into this, right? Um so I feel like yeah, and then just like learning stuff about yourself and like mm-hmm. you get to spend a lot of time with yourself. You spend a lot of time in your head with your thoughts and, you know, but it's it's growth like you mm-hmm. come out of it and you're like holy shit like I yeah like I know myself I love myself I you know it's like it's a really nice beautiful thing so I feel like yeah definitely don't be like ashamed or upset or whatever to be single because I think that like you just have to reshape the narrative of how you view that if you do view it ne- negatively mm-hmm. because personally I don't view that negatively at all I think that that's like incredible I think it's like a good time in your life to like do everything and anything that you want to do and then mm-hmm. when the person comes around that you really want to be with you'll be ready to be with them yeah and yeah I don't know like it's yeah it's it's like tough too because I do I do tell my friends too that like are single um and you know some of them don't want to be single and that's also totally fair like it's not like you don't have to be ashamed if you like do want to be with someone or whatnot yeah but I tell them, like, think of how exciting it is that you're at a point in your life that you literally don't know who you're going to end up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, that is, like, that's so exciting. Like, it's, like, you, it could be anyone. It could be the guy you meet on the street today. It could be whatever, like, your coworker at work. It could be literally anyone. It could be someone that you've known since high school or elementary school or you don't know. And so I feel like also just, like, transferring the narrative, too, of being, like, holy, like, I'm so excited to yeah. find out who's going to be, like, you know, T, like, I don't know that yet. That's really exciting. This part of my life hasn't happened yet, you know, kind of like looking, like, not rushing it to happen right now if it hasn't. Mm-hmm. If it has, it's also great. Like, there's no problems with that either. That's amazing. But, like, if it hasn't, like, just be excited that, like, it hasn't yet. Like, you still are going to, like, live out those, like, really exciting, fresh, new relationship days, right? So I don't know, just like sitting in that and like realizing it's like there's no rush like at all. We're like 23, 24 years old. I feel like it's when you're like taken and you're in like a longer term relationship, you almost like like we've we've already went through that phase where it's like that movie fairy tale phase where you like fall in love. It's so exciting. So it's almost like you appreciate that part more. But when you're single, you don't see that coming. So it's like you know what I mean? Like, it's like you don't have that appreciation for the fact that you're going to get to experience that and you haven't experienced yet and it's going to be amazing versus us we've experienced it. We're like, ooh, like it'd be like, it's so awesome to be able to experience that. So I feel like 
it's almost easier to like look back when you are taken and like appreciate being single versus when you are actually single i see why people kind of get like frustrated but also yeah you just have to have a different perspective on it and once you feel like so confident in yourself and so like confident in being single that's when the right person is gonna come that's how it always works yeah no it is true and yeah i do i do see how like looking back on it it could be more like you know you appreciate it because i don't think you even realize you're really in it until you're out of it yeah well not out of it but until you're like until you're like you know long-term dating or whatever like you know I don't think you like look back and realize like how I don't know it's just like this whole yeah other thing but yeah I do see how like being single and wanting to find your person now could get frustrating as well and I totally like validate those feelings I think that that's super fair but I think it's just trying to like remind yourself that like you don't like that yes that that's fair that that's what you want and that's great but you don't need it right now you know and maybe Mm -hmm. you do but like also realizing that like once you found it you're not gonna be single anymore you know what I mean so it's like this could be your last time being single like yeah like you can be selfish with your time you can literally do what you want when you Mm -hmm. want like you know it's kind of like this like you have full independence obviously not that you don't have full independence when you're in a relationship because you still do but Mm -hmm. it's more like it's it's just different because like when you're single like you're not like yeah planning for anything except for just yourself right um exactly so yeah i feel like it's just one of those things like just to like embrace it and realize it's like it's just a stage of life it's not like Mm -hmm. this is gonna be and i think too that it's like people get stuck in that mentality of like oh like i'm never gonna find someone like i've Mm -hmm. had friends tell me like oh it's easy for you to say this because you're in a relationship and like I can totally Mm -hmm. understand how this sounds like oh that's easy for me to say because like Mm -hmm. you know I'm in a relationship I'm in love or whatever right but I try to tell them like you know every single person that's in a relationship or probably the majority of them that are in long-term relationship have literally felt the exact same feelings that you feel when you're single where you're like oh yeah am I ever gonna find someone am I you know ever gonna find someone who is exactly what I want am I gonna you know fit into mm-hmm. whatever whatever like just because people are in a relationship now doesn't mean that they didn't also feel these ways right so yeah. it's just kind of like reminding yourself that like because you feel this now you know there's going to be a time where like you don't feel that way and like mm-hmm. we've also felt those ways too prior to being in relationships like it's just like goes through like it's not just like a single feeling that like you know you might feel when you're single like everybody kind of goes through that at a certain point and then it it works out right like so Mm -hmm. it's also gonna work for you like I don't know if that makes any sense what I'm trying to say but I think it's just like remembering that like you're not alone and like yeah like yeah like it's it's gonna be great (laughs) and and bad thing at all to be single exactly honestly i think people that jump into relationships because they're scared of being single have it way worse than someone that's been single for a long time because you have the confidence and the security in yourself to you know say no i'm okay without someone and i'm gonna like figure out myself versus people that like i've seen friends i've seen other people that just jump into relationships because they're scared of being alone and then the relationships aren't even great and then they just have to go through the cycle over and over again of like getting treated badly or treating someone badly and then breaking up and then you only spend like a short period of time then you just choose the next person that comes to you because you're not ready to 
like work on yourself. So I feel like if you are single, you've been single for a long time. That's also something to be proud of because you know what I mean? Like you're confident in yourself and you're sitting there and you're, you know, your worth, you're not ready to give that up just so you don't feel, you know, alone. And also you're not alone. There's probably so many people that love you. You have friends, you have family, you have coworkers, like just because you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend doesn't mean that you don't have that type of love in your life that you're not super loved yeah no 100 percent. and it also doesn't make you like any less like worthy or any less like important or any less Mm -hmm. anything right like it's not like it doesn't mean any of those things which i think that sometimes people can feel that way when they Mm -hmm. don't have like a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner or whoever but yeah i think too like kind of um going off of like what you said in terms of like you know people who jump from one relationship to another I think it's like important to remind yourself that like like just because someone's in a relationship like it doesn't mean that you'd want to be in that relationship you know what I, mean? I don't know if that makes any sense but it's mm-hmm. like yeah that's true like just because you know maybe your friends are in relationships like it doesn't mean that like that's necessarily like the best fit for you right Mm -hmm. so it's like not necessarily what you're looking for maybe some of them are and that's also totally fair Mm -hmm. but like I think it's about reminding yourself that like you want to be in a relationship that fits what you want what you need and all of that so it's like maybe you just haven't met that person yet or maybe it's just like you know yeah exactly not, not the time yet um but it's like you'd rather remind yourself that like you'd rather be single than being in a relationship that's like not a happy one or not a healthy one or not a good fit for you right yeah or at least like that's what like uh that's how I feel like I didn't want to be in something that wasn't what I wanted so Mm -hmm. I think it's just reminding yourself that too and like not rushing into stuff because like think of like I don't know friends or like how I met your mother like all of those people are literally in their 30s and like those are like comfort shows I feel like it's like oh Mm-hmm. sometimes you can get wound up in this whole thing of like oh I need this 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 I need to buy a house I need to be in a relationship I need to have whatever yeah but it's like I love watching those shows and being like okay they have nothing figured out and they're literally like 10 years older than us like yeah. we're okay you know what I mean like yeah. it's gonna be fine like stuff happens at its own pace there's no rush and use this as a time to like sit with yourself and like you know figure things out yeah but like exactly I name my 20s like the years of being selfish so I feel like especially when you're in your 20s like you should be doing whatever the heck you want and you should like be so selfish that you don't need to be in a relationship unless you actively choose like that is the person that you want to be with and I know I just feel like the 20s are being for adventurous I don't even think like you shouldn't be settling down just because you feel like that's like the right thing to do you know and that's what friends and like how my mother shows you too i know i love those shows they're so like comforting <laughs> i know okay one more thing before we jump into our stamp of the week if you had to give a friend whose friend is going through a breakup one piece of advice or one thing to do what what would you say my friend's friend is going or through just, a breakup yeah like what would you say to someone whose friend is bre- going through whose a breakup? friend is going through it yeah um I think I would just really be like just be there for the person like just Mm -hmm. like listen let them cry hear everything they have to say don't necessarily Mm -hmm. provide 
unsolicited opinions into their actual relationship like depending on how you felt like whether you liked the person they were with you disliked them like I wouldn't necessarily talk about that aspect of it I think it would just be more like listen and obviously like validate all of their feelings be there for them um and just like make sure you're checking in trying to carve time out to spend with them and just like make letting them know that like you're here for anything that like they want to talk about and like judgment free because I think like when you try to like decipher or like provide comments into the actual person they were with or relationship they were in sometimes that can get personal that can get like offensive and that can be taken the wrong way where the person going through it might actually shut down and be like I don't want to talk to this person about it anymore because they're judging me for who I was with or for how I handled the situation Mm -hmm. or for whatever it is like I think as a friend it's just like you know about like the relationship's over you know so no matter what happened in that situation like it's more just focusing on like helping your friend heal and helping your friend get through it and like whatever that looks like because I think that bringing more negativity into it doesn't necessarily always like it doesn't I don't think it helps bring more positive things like I think you can just focus on the positive stuff coming forward versus like always living back in what was what was or what could have been or whatever because I think that that's what gets people super caught up and difficult for to heal like I think it's more just reminding them like of who they are and what they have going for them if that's something that they're struggling with at the time and then just like you know carving time out to be there supporting Mm -hmm. them taking them out yeah doing whatever I think yeah because I think that like you don't have to fix it that's not your responsibility because you're not going to be able to but just being there and like making sure they know that you are is like the best thing you can do Mm -hmm. what about you do you have any like different advice than that I'm gonna be pretty much the same because I remember like when I went through breakups it was like you had someone that you texted every single day or something that you saw all the time and then all of a sudden that person's gone so then all of a sudden your phone or maybe your time feels like super empty so I feel like as Mm -hmm. like a best friend it would be great yeah just to like be there for them you might text them every single day because they're used to having someone text them every single day so maybe just checking in on them giving them updates about your like you know just like staying in contact with them yeah spending time with them and you know after that week of (laughs) mourning it's uh making sure that you are you know dragging them out of bed being like we're going to the gym or you know whatever activities you know that they love we're going out we're going to the gym we're going out for lunch and you know if they can only like I remember I went like a day after I went through a breakup my friends made me go to this event that I'd been like dying to go to and I was so sad and we had to leave like I think three quarters of the way through or something because I ended up started crying because they were playing like romantic and like sad music so we ended up leaving but I was like they still got me out and you know what if your friend gets there spends a little time there and decides yep that was good at least you got them out of the house so I feel like just being there for them being patient and yeah like lifting them up reminding them who they are that's like the best that you can do yeah I think the texting thing is so real too because like what I always that kind of reminded me what I always tell my friends that are going through breakups is text me anything that comes to your mind like any Mm -hmm, message mm -hmm. that you would have texted your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever like whatever it is updates in your day like oh I'm making soup I'm doing whatever like tell your friend that like instead of texting them because they're still going to have the urge to text someone those messages but yeah but it's like just send them to me instead so you're still getting those messages out there but yeah you know you're just switching up who they're being sent to but I think that that too like and 
you know, not all the messages might make sense to you. Um, but that's okay. Like, it's just there for your friend. And like, you know, mm-hmm. if they have to tell you when they're making soup or when they're going to the washroom, then so be that's, it. That's it. <laughs> also, everyone goes through breakups. Everyone deals with it. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Your friends love you. Your family loves you. And, you know, a breakup doesn't change who you are or even like what you look like. Like just it's just a period in time and it's just, just something that happened and it doesn't change your value whatsoever. So yeah, that's our little It's just a growth opportunity. So yeah. just use it as that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, do we want to get into the stamps of the week? Yeah, let's do it. You can okay. go first. Okay, mine is still from Dubai because As it should be, yeah. It was because here in my hometown no one listening will come here so it's like take my recommendations so we'll do the one from dubai um matt and i went to a new restaurant in dubai called projecto acai so they have like acai bowl acai acai bowls but then they also have um poke bowls and it was like some of the best poke ever it was so good um and it was really interesting because they serve their poke was actually like kind of warm like the bowl was warm and the rice was warm and then instead of like a chipotle mayo it was like a sesame oil dressing so it wasn't like creamy but it was super super good so if you're ever in dubai and in that area it's kind of close to the dubai marina but not in it um it's a really great spot to grab poke because there's another place in dubai that does poke in the marina it's called poke zone and i had a really really bad poke there so not to trash them i'm just saying go try projecto I say first if you want poke in Dubai. Okay. Very good. Love that. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Nice. Um, yeah, so my stamp, actually, I'm just gonna say the place that we literally just went to because before this we yeah, got like, a I was little sweet treat. Um, so it's a vegan like sweets place in Lisbon and it's called Scoop and Dough. So basically they have like they have ice cream there, um, they have a bunch of like donuts and like baked goods they've got like cake and like cookies and all that and they serve like coffee lattes milkshakes and stuff like that but it's all vegan and it does not taste vegan like it's really it's so good so yeah we just went and we had like a little like mid-afternoon like sweet treat I love that um yeah which was really nice so if you're ever in Lisbon area check out scoop and dough because they have lots of good stuff that sounds delicious. Yeah, I was wondering what place you were talking about at the beginning. So I was like, I want to go there. Anything that's like, I don't know, it just seems like so European to go get, you know, an afternoon treat. <laughs> Literally, there were so many people like around just like sitting on patios outside having like some gelato or some like donuts and stuff. So yeah, and we saw like there was these two girls that actually sat down kind of the table beside us. And then the, we didn't even know they had sh- milkshakes there, but they came out with like these huge like oh, milkshakes so with like good. a bunch of toppings. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to come back and get that next time because it looked really good. So we just got like a donut to split and then we got like a lot like uh ice cream and stuff love it but it was really good love that all right well that's our episode on breakups um if you enjoyed it let please let us know you can follow us on instagram at postcards pod and tiktok at postcards pod and our youtube we'll try to be posting more on there we're hoping to get the videos back up um and yeah also feel free to send us messages if there's certain episodes that you want us to talk about and we'll see you guys next week (laughs) yeah see you next week Bye. bye